All right, welcome back to Just Dow It, the podcast for people starting DAOs. I'm Adam Miller, and I'm your host. I'm the CEO of MyDAO, which provides legal entity solutions for DAOs. And prior to starting MyDAO, I did consulting for people starting and operating DAOs. This is the second of two episodes this week. Uh, earlier in the week, we covered recent DAO news with Ed and Adam from Wonderverse. And now we're going to dive into a deeper interview with them both. Welcome, Ed and Adam, to the podcast. For this episode of the week, I'd like to introduce you by asking you a different question, which is how did each of you get into Web3 and DAOs in the first place? Ed, you want to go first this time? Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, I, I may have mentioned it earlier in the uh, er, the episode earlier in the week, uh, where today actually marks the one year anniversary of my involvement in Web3. Um, so pre previous, previous to uh, working with Wonderverse, um, I was working in a very traditional hierarchical like web two company. Um, I was very miserable. <laughs> I love the, I love the work. I love the people, but, uh, the decision-making process was just not my, my, my thing. Um, and so like I set about like trying to find, um, you know, work that I was passionate about and helping others do the same. And that's where I came across, uh, Wonderverse, uh, the, the mission of helping people find work that they're passionate about, um, and, and build up experience in web three. Um, and so I just topped onto the Discord uh, of Wonder, uh, literally the day one uh, of, of Wonder's uh, Discord launch. Um, I messaged um, Andros, uh, one of the co-founders of, of Wonder. Uh, we hopped on a call like within like an hour. We started chatting, and I'm like, I really love the vibes of this team. Uh, and I said, like, please let me get involved. And uh, I've been involved uh, ever since uh, for for one year, um, and uh, I'm I'm still loving it. Um, the team. The vibe of the team has not changed, and I think that's very important in, in Web three. Awesome. How about you, Adam? How'd you get into Web three and DAOs in the first place? Yeah, uh, I originally had interest in crypto around maybe like twenty sixteen or late twenty fifteen. Um, then it was just always watching the space for a while. I had previously did a bootstrapped a software company that did like community collaboration for nonprofits. So what I was really trying to start was basically the DAO model. Um, so when I saw DAOs emerge years later, I was like, oh, this is the perfect application. This is what I've been waiting for. So after that, you know, with uh, Andros and Terry, uh, we just went full in and just dedicated ourselves and doubled down on both Web3 and DAOs. And just really quick, you know, Ed is like the perfect story of you should get involved, you know, just say what's up in Discord, say, hey. You know, it, I feel like he is like the perfect story of someone who just wanted to get involved, you know, put themselves out there. And, you know, he's he's the best. Like, I'm so happy and we feel so lucky to have him. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank That's you. awesome. Yeah. And I'm curious, going back to when you were working on nonprofits before uh, Adam and you were trying to do something like DAOs before there were DAOs, what, what was that that you were trying to do? Yeah. So we'd work with nonprofits. So. An example would be someone would say, oh, we're going to do a beach clean on Tuesday. We need help. You know, someone has to bring a truck. Someone has to bring trash pickers. Uh, this person needs a ride. So we had like a way to organize around projects. Uh, so it was like very similar to where, you know, there's a proposal for something we want to do. This person can, you know, help this way. This person can help that way in a decentralized way. And people could just pick up and do work that they found meaningful. Um, but it was specifically for nonprofits. And uh, if you are a founder or you want to be a founder, if you're going to bootstrap a software company, make sure you do something that has high ticket sales. 
Uh, that was the type of company that needed, you know, high scale to be successful. So that's very challenging, or at least go for a VC funding route if you do that. But it was super rewarding. I learned a lot and it kind of put me in a position to where I felt, you know, like we could build something very um, foundational and shifting in the industry after having that experience. Cool. That's awesome. Um, all right. So tell us a little bit more about Wonderverse. What is it that you guys are up to? What 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 problems are you trying to solve and how? Yeah. So, so Wonder, at Wonderverse, we're building the coordination layer for uh, Web3 teams. Um, and really what that means is uh, we support the end-to-end flow and processes um, that, that DAOs or Web3 projects uh, typically uh, will encounter. So we understand that uh, at the very beginning, there's governance, right? Decisions um, that are made by the community, community um, offering um, opinions or decision-making, and then that flows into operations uh, for, for a project. So whether it's like, you know, uh, uh, the core team being assigned work or, or signing something to contributors, and then naturally that flows into like payments or rewards um, for, for these contributors. Um, and then, of course, uh, the next thing is building up like a Web3 resume um, from all that work. So uh, Wonderverse supports uh, that end-to-end workflow, like all in one um, on one platform. Um, I think we do it in a very unified way because uh, we don't set out to completely replace um, a lot of tools that Web3 teams typically use, um, like like Snapshot, Discord, et cetera. What we do instead is uh, we integrate with all these tools um, to provide a unified experience. Um, and so we're trying to reduce the friction of contributors uh, contributing to projects uh, in, in using this unified product, as well as making uh, re- uh, reducing the friction for operators or admins to manage your projects uh, because like, uh, we have a very unified product. Anything you'd add, Adam? <laughs> Ed's Ed's the pitch master. Um, yeah, <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. I'm over here like taking notes. Like, oh, ooh, that sounded smooth. I'm curious about this. Is going to get pretty um, technical potentially, but is everything you guys are building uh, off chain, or are you also building smart contracts and on chain uh, capabilities as well? Yeah, it's something we talk a lot about. When we first started, obviously, you're like, okay, it's a Web three project. All the actions need to be on chain. But there wasn't a really big appetite from our partners initially for that. We're about to launch tasks that can be minted as NFTs, which is pretty exciting. So that's going to be, hopefully, you'll see that on our product by the time this is out. Um, So that's one of our first really big pushes. Uh, But like the long-term vision definitely includes having really good ledger. And then a really big thing is also being able to import and you own your work. So everywhere you go, it's like, okay, these are the things I had done while I was working on on Wonderverse. But, you know, long-term with the smart contracts too, that's super interesting. I had a really in-depth conversation uh, with Terry, one of the co-founders yesterday about it, is there's there's a lot we can do because if you look at the project management space, you know, like Asana, Trello, Notion, you know, it's like a pretty well-documented, this is how teams work together and, and like this is a core workflow. But when you think about like introducing Web3 technology, and like smart contracts now you're like okay we can do some really exciting stuff um so the next you know iteration of wonderverse i think will have a lot of exciting features that uh, when people are like why would this be better than a traditional project management software uh it'll be very obvious is it a lot like trello is that the closest thing that you would compare it to or what what would be the best analog- analogy from the web 2 world yeah, you could think of it like like Asana, 
like we use boards, list views. Uh, something we really had to do was have feature parity with a lot of the biggest project management softwares. So like people are like, oh, do you have recurring tasks? Do you have calendar view? Do you have X? Do you have Y? So not only do we have to build out Web3 integrations, but we also had had to have our product at the same quality as these other huge, you know, billion dollar companies. Uh, so that's a fun underdog story. And, you know, um, the team's always hard at work. I think we've gotten to a point where I think it feels just as good, if not better than a lot of uh, products like Trello or Asana. You could check it out. Like, I think the workflows actually are, are more complex, but also feel better. We've invested a lot of time in design um, and trying to make the user experience really smooth. But like long term, we want to do something that is completely completely outside of the box. And we do want to be innovative and invent what the future of works looks like. But you know, right now is easy, easiest for us to kind of emulate what people are used to. So we can get them understanding the product, understanding how we fit into the movement. And then, you know, uh, down the road, we'll be very innovative. You'll see. Cool. It, it is beautifully designed. Um, I, I was playing around this morning and when you're using Wonderverse, it's like you want to have something to do because that's what it's built around, like organizing things that need to get done. Because so I'm like poking around like, oh, I want a task because then I can like <laughs> click here and see what this does too. So it's, it's, a, it's a really awesome uh, user experience uh, from what I gather. Um, oh, we got plenty to do, man. We'll send you some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. We'll put you to work. I'm not saying I, I don't want to do the thing. I just want to just want to click around something on a task board. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, please send it over. We'll see what happens. Let's dig into some of the questions I like to ask a lot of our guests um, to help people who are today starting a DAO or uh, helping lead a DAO or thinking about starting a DAO. So you see so many DAOs and other Web3 projects going through uh, probably from the earliest phases of their creation through trying to manage work at scale. What, what's the most common growing pain that you see DAOs uh, experience and how would you suggest they address that challenge? So like talking to a lot of uh, different DAOs, like um, as, as like as part of our process, like we do try to keep like a close contact with uh, the partners using uh, Wonderverse. We try our best to, to talk to everyone um, and just like uh, stay on top of like what's top of mind and what's top priority for them. From what we've seen uh, currently, uh, one of the things that are uh, top of mind for the partners um, is having like this like introspection of like, you know, what. Uh, what what really is uh, what they do? I think in a high high interest uh, cycle, like it's like you could do anything, and everyone's very happy. Everyone's like you know very very successful. But I think in a in a low interest cycle, it's when like the harder questions come out, right? It's like you know how are we adding value to the space? Like what are some of the most important things um, that we need to do? Like how do we organize ourselves? And and I think like the way that uh, Wonder um, has been built, uh, I think since day one, is that it's very flexible and customizable for for teams. Because I think we recognize like DAOs are always evolving, so we built in such a way that you know, like I said, um, a five person DAO could use us all the way up to like you know a community of like hundreds or thousands of, of people. Um, I think lately we've mm. been helping them with governance because uh, a lot of these um, 
introspection uh, situations um, to help them make decisions on like, you know, what is the future direction like of, of our DAO? What do we need to, to do? And whether you're like a just formed DAO or a very mature DAO, like you're probably, you probably are uh, asking these questions right now. And then like a related problem that, that we see a lot is also related to uh, transparency and, um, and tracking sort of like uh, progress of, of work. Because like I think we do a really good job of like here here's the work that or here are the tasks that you need to work on or here are the bounties that you need to work on. In the Web three space, there isn't as 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 well of a job done on in this particular task. Like where are you? Like how far are you? Right? Um, are you eighty percent done? Are you sixty percent done? What are some of the things that are still required? And I think um, from from a environment where there might not be like a ton of like in person communications like. Uh, in lieu of that, like you do need to find like ways uh, for teams to still like stay, stay synced and communicate a lot. And so that's why like we're integrated with Discord for, for notifications, we're integrated, uh, we're building like native notifications and, and whatnot, but we're really trying to like uh, make it like really easy for, for teams to like stay in tuned on like what is the progress of what they're working on. Because if you don't know what's what's going on, you're just going to have like a really bad time working on your project. So. Hmm. Makes sense. I'm curious about a couple of the phrases you used uh, in that answer. What, what is a low interest and high interest cycle? Is that like bear market and bull market or? Yeah, I, I think some of our team members don't really like using the word bull and, and bear market. So we use high interest. And <laughs> right. cycle. Interesting. But that, that's because that's what you see, though, or these DAOs see is that in a bear market, there's less interest in what's going yeah. on. Certainly, yeah. Like some of the some of the projects that we mentioned it in the episode earlier this week, uh, where you know, like uh, maybe like even high school, uh, you know, chess clubs use you know, use the product. But specifically, like we were talking to um, a student group that was running a blockchain uh, blockchain club for their school, and they were saying like during the the bull market, you know, when they had a speaker, they would have like fifty to sixty people attend uh, the talk. But now that we're, we're in a bear market, you know, they have like these very prominent folks like coming in, giving talks and like three people would show up. I think it ebbs and flows. Adam, anything you'd add in terms of growing pains that DAOs face in their earliest days? The main thing is just thinking through the different cycles of a DAO's life. So from idea, getting over just the, you know, getting enough momentum or courage, whatever you want to call it to start, I think is really important. I think a lot of people think it's too big of a task to start. So if you have a DAO that you want to start, I say just go for it. Um, mm-hmm. Then just you get into the it. phase, just DAO it. Just DAO it. Just DAO it. And then you, <laughs> once you get into like bigger phases, you know, I think a lot of people are getting into, you know, like, is it core team? Is it just the core team working together? How do they coordinate? Then when you get into bigger, it's more related to governance or once you get into bigger, it's how do you uh, actually distribute your uh, treasury. So it's like each, it's what's super interesting. And, you know, Ed is the expert on this, getting to talk with every DAO. But whenever we get to hear feedback from teams, it's like, what's super interesting is the market and the needs are always evolving because it's still such a new thing. So what was the core problem of DAO six months ago is no longer the problem, you know, especially with the low interest cycle. It's not now about, how to spend as much money as you can with your community. It's now about how to spend more efficiently and to actually ship products. So now the focus is how do we spend money efficiently and how do we get things done? When before, you know, when money was infinite, people weren't asking those questions. So that's, that's been the most interesting, interesting thing for me is the size of the DAO, what their interests are, and then the external market. 
and how that impacts what they're what they're actually focusing on. It's really interesting. So what about DAOs as they get to scale and their problem is not zero to one, but one to a hundred or a hundred to a million of whatever it is they're working on. Um, what are the most common challenges you see them facing at that stage? For the larger DAOs, in order to get to the stage where like you're a very large community, chances are like you've already built up like a very strong um, like core team um, that has taken you from you know like zero to like a few hundred or thousand members. The next set of sort of unlock to to grow to like you know ten thousand members uh, is probably like how do you how do you tap into the larger external community and how do you get them involved? Because um, I think. Uh, the, the the way that uh, we've been thinking about it, and this is based on like conversations with uh, people that are way smarter than 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 us. Um, there's at at the center of of projects like there's like the the core team, and then uh, another uh, concentric circle outside of that is then the core contributors, and then outside of that is is the community. I think like as your project grows, you get more and more folks like in the core team and the core contributors uh, as well as the community. But I think like to truly like become like to achieve like massive scale, like you need to get more and more folks like uh, in, into like the inner circles to get like new ideas, new direction, and even just like to challenge some of the assumptions that you've had to get to where you are currently. With the way that uh, we've designed is that like with Wonder. It, it is really focused on like um, that sort of internal team process, but there's also elements of like, how do you get, um, you know, some some external contributors like involved at every step of the way, whether you're like a five person team or like a 500 person team, uh, because like we enable things like private workspaces, but public pods. Um, and so like that gives an opportunity for the the greater community to to get involved and feel like their voices are, are heard. You know, for example, big DAOs have a lot of, money to allocate towards their mission, right? So a lot of them do it via grants. So if you think through the grant process, it's pretty challenging to really track and see the progress. Like are people actually executing and doing the thing that they actually wanted to do? So we saw that and that's a feature we're about to release is a grants feature where you can apply and post grants on our platform. And eventually it'll be super smooth to where then you can have like milestone unlocking. You can see all the progress on a ledger that this person actually execute and ship. Because if you are distributing, let's say $5 million via grants into let's say 200 plus projects, how are you going to actually see if that those funds are being used properly? So when you get to massive mm -hmm. scales, and especially if you're decentralized, the coordination problem becomes much trickier. Uh, so I think Web3 technologies and like what we're building will provide solutions for that. But right now, that's like a huge, a huge issue. Is that a common model that you see that the DAO, like its primary governance function, or one of the primary governance functions is distributing money to hundreds of subunits or individuals or whatever to then go work on something related to the DAO's goal or... Once you've got to a certain scale by by adopting that that model, like we're not saying also like it's one size fits all, but from from what we've seen is that like if if you do distribute that that funding to many different teams, then you enable them to make decisions more autonomously. If you have the opportunity to build your team or manage the the roles within your team plus a wallet for your pod or for your um, group of folks, 
then you make it a lot easy to run um, this idea or run with this idea or project like autonomously um, without having to always go back to like the mothership and saying like, hey, can you approve this funding or can you review this? Uh, it's one of those situations where um, if you have a lot of teams running autonomously, then you're able to experiment you know, much more quickly and, and learn much more quickly and, and reporting those learnings back to, uh, back to the larger DAO. Cool. Makes a lot of sense. So let's say someone walked up to you on the street later today and said, hey, Ed, or hey, Adam, I'm starting a DAO. What is the number one thing I need to keep in mind? What would you say to them? Just DAO it. <laughs> that's what, that's what, <laughs> definitely what I would say, too. <laughs> a lot of the advice for starting a company applies to starting a DAO. I think a lot of people have ideas for DAOs but it still is this like ambiguous thing for a lot of people. So they'll just kind of sit on that idea for a while. I think the best thing for them, if you want to start a project and you haven't yet, is to give yourself a time constraint and just say, I'm going to start a DAO this week. And that might literally just mean starting a Twitter page and starting a Discord and inviting two friends into it. Because the main thing with DAOs and in projects in general is momentum and multiplying your momentum. So don't think, you know, I've had a lot of people message me before that are like, should we buy, you know, people in our community? Like, should we buy a thousand Discord members? People look at DAOs and they think it means you have 10,000 people in your Discord all voting on Snapshot and you have your own token. It's not, that's not what that means. Start in the smallest vision possible and keep refining it and refining it. Because initially what you set out to do will probably change in weeks. And the shorter learning cycle, the shortest learning cycles you can create for yourself, the better the project will be long term. So, you know, if you're trying to buy a, and make a big statement of what you want to do uh, and then see if that even resonates with people, because maybe, you know, like Krause House by NBA team, that's super persuasive and it was potent. But, you know, like just start testing what you even want to do with people. You could be in Reddit, you could be in Twitter, whatever. It doesn't matter. Just just dow it on 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 a related note like i think it's really important to um like just dive in into existing dows and projects just to kind of see like you know how how things are run like what what the community looks like what the vibe is um cuz i I, th I think it's important to sort of like have uh, reference models in your own mind to think about like you know if if you did want to start a dow like you know, by, by looking at existing projects and how they're organized, you kind of think like, okay, like what are some of the elements that I really like about this? Or what are some of the elements I don't like about this when, when I start my own? And I think having those reference models is really important because if you do dive in and you participate in some of these uh, other projects, potentially in a, a related space, you're also building uh, relationships uh, and, and potentially future partnerships in that space, because in, in the earlier episode, you know, we talked about it, it's totally cool. Like if you have like, you know, 50 different, you know, DAOs working on the same problem, because there's probably a different spin to it. Um, I think by like getting involved in some of these projects, like you're building a name for yourself, like, Hey, I'm really passionate about the space. Um, and now I'm actually going to do my own thing. This is my specific spin to it. Um, and chances are you'll find, you know, just as many people that are uh, into like the perspective or angle that you're taking uh, for, for your DAO um, and they will want to get involved too because they, you know, you've already built up a reputation and they're, you're someone they trust. Awesome. Um, what about, would either of you have a favorite DAO tool other than Wonderverse? Because I would have to think Wonderverse is probably your favorite. Is there another one that you'd recommend that people check out as well? I love Joke DAO. I think that's a great one for a lot of people. Um, 
the, there, there's always the joke of most business SaaS applications are just trying to replace Excel. Uh, so, you know, obviously, like we're really passionate about the tooling and the tooling landscape. But just on the last point, too, it's not always about having like the perfect tool set either. Like pen and paper works sometimes. Personally, I really like uh, Guild as well as Radical. Like those are two projects like that I really love. Um, and, and we do have partnerships with them. But yeah, both teams are like great people and uh, really good vibes. Yeah, let's just go down all the list of our partners too. <laughs> all right, let's go. <laughs> no, this people is, are building awesome to show. So, so, so JokeDAO is at JokeDAO.io. And what, 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 is it, what is it that's cool about that? I'm actually not familiar with the tool. What does it do? We've done uh, some of our governance on JokeDAO before. Because like Snapshot, you have to have your own token. Like you have to be an FWB holder to vote. So you could basically airdrop this like token that doesn't have any economic value to someone. And then you can make them a token voter. Uh, so we've done that before for like proposals at the company where, because we don't have a wonder token yet, but we've, you know, given everyone at the company tokens and we've voted on things. And I think it's like, like a really great way just to start practicing democracy at your organization. So for a lot of these DAOs, like if you're just starting, uh, don't worry about launching a token, just use like joke DAO immediately and you could start voting tomorrow. Cool. And guild, is that guild.xyz? Is that the yes. right URL, Ed? Yep. Yeah, cool. that's correct. What about uh, radical.xyz? Uh, yes, I believe that's that's the URL. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Awesome. All right. Everyone definitely check those out. What about any favorite DAOs that you think people should check out if they're new to the space? If you're new, 100% check out Gitcoin. I mean, that's just like one of the best communities, most vibrant communities, and probably the best example of a community that holds itself highly accountable. I think they're getting rid of the local membership, but also try to join FWB. I think it's just interesting if you're more interested in the arts and stuff like that. It's also just a great DAO and community to be a part of. Yeah, I was going to say plus one to FWB. You, I've been doing uh, a bit of traveling uh, recently. And uh, I think by joining FWB, like you, you kind of feel like you have, what's that saying? Like familiar strangers, like all over the you know, world that really? you, know, you can meet up with and, and make friends. And that's one where, is it, is it true that with FWB, you um, have to buy an NFT to be a part of the community? Or how do you, what's the process of joining? You apply by filling out a form. If they approve you, then you have to hold, uh, you have to buy five of their tokens, I believe. But I think they're just doing a global membership now, which is 75 of their token. So I think it's closer to, I don't know what their token price is, but it's more like a $500 thing now. Um, which is disappointing because the local membership was really cool. Like I was a local LA member. You know, that's also an interesting model where they approve you. And then once you get the tokens, then you can join via, uh, then you can join their Discord, which has a, uh, you know, token gating. Cool. And what are they looking for to approve you? Is it they're looking for like fun people, similar people? They'd approve, they'd approve you, Adam. They're looking for cool people, man. Like <laughs> you fit the bill, man. All right. Yeah. I'll have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, there's a lot of artists and really just people building interesting things. I think you should just apply, just to even see the process. It's pretty interesting. Like how they have everything set up. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. I think I will. All right. Great suggestions. Um, this has been awesome having you guys on the show. I've learned a lot. I'm sure the audience has as well. Uh, where can people find you and your project on social media and on the web? 
Yeah. So check out Wonderverse if you are a DAO operator, if you're a contributor, if you have a Web3 project. Um, you can manage your project there. You can find awesome work to do. See the cool dashboards Adam was talking about. You can go to wonderverse.xyz and our Twitter is wonderverse underscore xyz. Um, and then if you want to uh, communicate with either Adam or myself um, uh, individually, um, you can uh, you can email me at ed at wonderverse.xyz or you can follow me on Twitter at uh, jackalpha underscore xyz. And uh, Adam, I, can't, I always forget your, your, your Twitter handle, so sorry. Uh, yeah, no worries. It's... Uh... Adam underscore H A underscore yes. I can't believe I got rugged at the last second. We we almost had it smooth. <laughs> yeah. Right on the, the shill, man. Probably, yeah, the audience <laughs> might never know because of the local recording, but uh, we had lost Adam for a second. Um, by the way, you can find me on Twitter at 0xThriller. MyDAO is MyDAODS. That's M-I-D-A-O-D-S on Twitter and MyDAO.org. Uh, please consider liking this show, subscribing, leave us a five-star review on your podcast app. It really helps and it helps other people find the show. Um, Ed, Adam, thank you so much for joining us. This has been so much fun. I've learned a lot and uh, I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you, Adam. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah. And are you thinking about starting a DAO? Just DAO it. Just Dow It is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Just Dow It does not contain any legal or financial advice. My Dow also does not provide legal or financial advice, and nor does your host, yours truly. <laughs>